I thank God for waking me up this morning. Starting me on my way. Come on. So I'm gonna thank him by simply saying this. I will sing your praise. For you've done such a marvelous thing. For someone so wretched, yet my soul, you have redeemed. No one else could do it. No one could care half as much. Yet you thought my soul was worth it. So you gave your only son. that I might live. You gave that I might be set free. Exchange your life for mine. What a It's marvelous. 
you delivered me. Marvelous. It's marvelous. So marvelous. When you change me. Marvelous. You rearrange me. Marvelous. When you set me free. Marvelous. Free from sin. So marvelous. And I got to tell you, thank you.
talk for a few minutes about when you're at the brink of despair. When you're at the brink of despair. Despair is a loss of hope. It is to be overwhelmed by a sense of defeat and futility. It is to be consumed by the belief that everything is wrong and nothing can possibly turn out right. Most of us at some point in our lives will experience despair and the emotions that often accompany despair, anger, depression, fear, and frustration. At the point of despair, Job became angry with God and said, if only I knew where to find him. If only I could go to his dwelling, I would state my case before him and fill my mouth with argument. At the point of despair, Jeremiah became frustrated and quit on God. He said, I will not make mention of him nor speak anymore in his name. At the point of despair, David became depressed and cried out, my God, my God, why have you forsaken me? But despair is not limited to the pages of scripture. A lot of people today, a lot of people in our community, a lot of people in our churches are consumed by despair. They're miserable, they're upset, they're unhappy, and they need a change in their lives. But if that is your case, it may indicate that you are focusing on the wrong thing. The most important aspect of our lives is not the physical, the economic, or the social. The most important condition of our lives is not our family condition nor the condition of our marriages, but the most important condition that we have to deal with is our spiritual condition. Don't fool yourselves today. Whatever you're dealing with that has you feeling despair, you ain't the first person to deal with it, and you won't be the last. If sickness is your condition, you're not the first person to be sick. If you're having trouble in your home, you're not the first person to have family strife. If, if you have money problems, you're not the first person to be broke, and this probably ain't the first time you've been broke. If you're having trouble with 
folk who don't treat you right. This is not the first time that you have been mistreated. People have lived under much worse conditions than anything you or I have ever had to deal with. But they were able to cope with their physical condition, with their emotional condition, with their economic condition, with their social condition, because they had done what they needed to do with their spiritual condition because they had something on the inside that helped them deal with what was going on on the outside. Our text today focuses on God's servant Ezekiel and, and shows us how God can help us when we're at the brink of despair. At this time, God's people were experiencing negative conditions. Because of their sinfulness, God had used the nation of Babylon to chastise them and punish them for their wickedness. Thousands of Jews were carried away as slaves, and among them was Ezekiel, this young temple priest. After five years of captivity, Ezekiel was at a point of despair in his life. He was in exile. He was suffering humiliation. He was a victim of isolation. Nothing seemed to be going right for him. There seemed to be no place for him to turn to find relief from his condition. But at the brink of his despair, Ezekiel says, God came to me. I was sitting with my fellow captives at the Kibar River when the heavens were opened up to me and I saw the Lord. He spoke to me and through his speaking to me, he lifted me up out of my despair. Let's consider for a moment just where Ezekiel was when God came to him. First, Ezekiel felt despair because he was experiencing personal disappointment. And church, life is hard when you have to deal with personal disappointment. A lot of people today are in the throes of despair because of their own personal disappointment. When they were younger, they had certain dreams. By the time I'm 25, I'm going to be doing this. And by the time I'm 30, I'm going to be living here and enjoying the things that I'm doing. By the time I'm 40, I will have moved into this position and will have traveled to these places. By the time I'm 50, I will have acquired this thing or that thing. By the time I'm 55, I'll be able to settle down and enjoy the fruits of my labor. But now you're well past all those years. And those things have come and gone, and, and you haven't fulfilled your dreams. You haven't accomplished the things that you set out to accomplish. And, and you start to realize that there are more days behind you than there are in front of you. 
and it looks like you'll never be or do what you thought you would be or do. It's a time of personal failure. Ezekiel was feeling despair because he felt like he had failed. Here he is, a priest without a priesthood, a leader with no followers. Before the exile, he had enjoyed a rather luxurious lifestyle, but now he's an aristocrat living in abject poverty a has-been before he ever was. And, and under these conditions, Ezekiel was experiencing failure. Church, have you ever had to deal with failure? Have you ever done the best that you could? Have you ever done all that you know how to do and come up short anyhow? Failure is tough to deal with. Failure leads to frustration, and, and frustration can bring us to the brink of despair. Ezekiel was feeling disappointment personally. He was feeling like he was a failure, but in the midst of this, he says, God came to me. And when God came, he said, stand up. I have something to say to you. Right. Now, it's important to note that when God spoke to Ezekiel, he didn't change anything about Ezekiel's condition. Ezekiel was a slave before God spoke to him, and he was a slave after God spoke to him. Ezekiel was in exile before God spoke to him, and he was in exile after God spoke to him. God made no change in Ezekiel's condition, but he made a change in Ezekiel. After God spoke Ezekiel had renewed hope. After God spoke, Ezekiel had renewed purpose and a new outlook. Church, when you are at the brink of despair, hearing from God won't always change your condition, but he will make a change in you. He'll help you to cope with what you're going through. Oh, Habakkuk can testify to that. He was at a point of despair, and he heard from God. And even though God didn't change Habakkuk's condition, there was such a change in Habakkuk that he said, even though the fig tree does not burn, and there are no grapes in the vines. Even though the olive crop fails and the fields produce no fruit and there are no sheep in the pen and no cattle in the stalls, yet I will rejoice in the Lord. I will joy in the God of my salvation. And what God did for Habakkuk, he's able to do for us. And then I want you to also note that, that when God spoke to Ezekiel, he did not deny the severity of Ezekiel's circumstances. God didn't approach Ezekiel from a standpoint of pity. God didn't approach Ezekiel and say, baby, come cry on my shoulder. But God told Ezekiel, stand up on your feet. Yeah. Well, well. I've got something 
to say to you. Church, we need to hear this today. We like to talk about the compassion of God, and and God is compassionate. We like to talk about the mercy of God, and God is merciful. And when we're at the brink of despair, we're looking for somebody to treat us with a little tenderness and understanding. But sometimes God wants us to stand up on our feet and be counted. Son of man, stand up and I will speak to you. You may be looking for some pity, but pity isn't what I came to give you. You may be looking for a promise of relief, but, but relief is not coming anytime soon. But even though I may not be saying what you want to hear, I do want to let you know that if you keep your hand in my hand, I'll help you cope with your condition. I'll I'll help you deal with your situation. If you give yourself to me, I'll give you everything that you need. But you have to stand up on your feet. And then I will speak to you. Then the word says that Ezekiel was helped because he let God have control. Church, part of our problem is that we want to still be in control. You know what I'm talking about. You get on your knees and you pray and you say, Lord, I'm putting it in your hands and I'm trusting you and I know you're going to make everything all right. And then as soon as you say amen, you start thinking about how you're going to fix it for yourself. Have you heard that you ain't able to fix it for yourself have you heard that you ain't strong enough you're not smart enough you're not wise enough you can't do it on your own and so you ought to let Jesus fix it for you he knows what to do whenever you pray you ought to let him have his way and he will fix it for you. We're unfulfilled even though we've done everything that we're supposed to do. You went to school and you got the degree that folk told you you needed to have. You went and got the job that folk told you to get and you make the money that folk told you you ought to make and yet you're still miserable and unhappy because you recognize that there's a void in your life that stuff cannot fill. But when you put your life in God's hands, you will find that he's able to do what you can't do on your own. And so God says to Ezekiel, yes, you're in exile. Yes, you're you're in a strange land. Yes, you're among strange people. But in the midst of your despair, stand up on your feet. And watch me do something wonderful with your life. Well, there's one final thing I want to tell you, and that is when you're at the brink of despair, God will give you what you need to help you cope with your 
negative condition. It's, it's very important that you read the last part of the verse. After God spoke to Ezekiel, after he called him to attention and told him to tough out his situation, after God told him to get over his disappointment and get past his failure, it's uh, important for you to note God didn't just give Ezekiel a word for his despair, but he gave Ezekiel his Holy Spirit. Ezekiel said, before I could get up on my feet, the spirit entered into me and the spirit lifted me up on my feet and and the spirit enabled me to stand before the Lord. Church, I don't know about you, but there are times when I don't feel like standing. There are times when the way gets dark and when the load gets heavy. There there are times when enemies get on my trail and, and I feel like I can't make it from one moment to the next. I don't always feel like standing, but I'm glad that when I can't stand on my own, there's a spirit that enters into me. There's a spirit that lifts me up. There's a spirit that makes me strong. There's a spirit that speaks to me and says, get up from here. You weren't made to be here. I've got work for you to do. There's a spirit that speaks to me and says, if you just keep on keeping on. I've got work for you to do. I'm going to make a way for you. I'm going to open doors for you. I'm going to make your enemies behave. I'm going to bring you out of your darkness into the light of noonday. There's a spirit that gets in me and stands up in me. And lets me know that even though you feel despair, I'm able to make everything all right. There's a spirit that says, if you just keep your hand in my hand, I'll bring joy out of sorrow. I'll bring relief to your feelings of darkness. I'll bring hope to your feelings of confusion. I'll bring peace to your feelings of chaos. I'll be your guide. I'll be a light to your feet. I'll be the compass to your pathway. Get up from here and move at my command. Spirit of the living God, fall fresh on me. Spirit of the living God, fall fresh on on me. Break me, melt me, mold me, fill me, then put me back together. Spirit, spirit, spirit. Spirit of the living God, fall fresh on me. When you're at the brink of despair, just keep your hand in his hand. I declare he's able. He's able. It might not look like it right now, but he's in charge of your situation. Your boss is not in charge. The Metro Council 
is not in charge. The school board is not in charge. Lobby is not in charge. Brack is not in charge. The Baton Rouge Area Foundation is not in charge. Jesus, Jesus, heart fixer, burden bearer, mind regulator, way maker, Jesus is in charge. Choir's gonna sing a hymn. Deacons coming across.